Can I talk about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey again? (laughs) No. They've been photographed more together and it's like officially official. She was going to football games and like they were leaving together, but like they weren't doing any like PDA. They left SNL together. And then they were photographed coming out of the car and he had red lipstick in his mustache. I'm not like a hardcore Swifty. Are you sure? And welcome to another episode of Midlight Crisis, a real podcast hosted by three grown-up biologists revisiting books from our teens, and it's totally cool. I am Sophie, and I am one of your hosts. I was going to say something about how I am Sophie, and I we definitely didn't just spend 10 minutes talking nonsense <laughs> before actually starting the podcast. No, why would we do that? I'm Sophie, I'm one of your hosts, and today I have been genetically recombined with a bird that has superpowers. Yep. (laughs) But like a tiny amount. And this might be relevant (laughs) because today I am 2% recombined with a Florida man music swift. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Wow. You know, the music swift. The music swift, Taylor. Yeah. Taylor. And is Travis Kelsey from Florida? Whoa. Whoa. No. Hmm. Well, it's doomed then. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Florida man music swift. That's a good yep. one. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Yeah, yeah. There's really not a joke to make elsewhere other than Florida man being a superpower. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of ideas. Yeah. (laughs) You think? (laughs) You should see some of the ones that got added after that. Oh, no. (laughs) I I sort of picked up on that when I was a big dirt hawk (laughs) last week. (laughs) What's your point? Superpower, big. (laughs) Big big is a classic superpower. The superpower of Florida Man is to be, like, the the range of skill (laughs) set. Right? Yeah. Florida man gets up to a lot. Gets up a, to a lot of things. Yeah. Just Florida all man sorts of. has crocodile at kitchen table as guest or whatever. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, geez. Anyway, um, yeah, that's who I am. <laughs> who are you guys? My name's Sam, and today I am genetically combined with 2% of a deep diving blanket magpie. Well, Whoa! Deep that's diving, concerning magpie. <laughs> deep diving itself as the power is quite something. Yeah, you know, like magpie. a like a beaked whale, but it's a yeah, blanket like magpie. a whale. Yeah, I'm glad we we all went there. That's yeah, that's like the whale. right appropriate place to go. <laughs> deep diving. Sam, I swear to God, <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm done. <laughs> I feel like that one's a stretch to be a euphemism. <laughs> Like, very. I like deep dives and I cannot lie. I don't like this conversation. No, I do actually like deep dives. I like going down to 140 feet while I'm scuba diving. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. I'm here, too. My name Uh is Hannah. 
and today I have been 2% recombined with a very loud swamp kookaburra, which just kind of seems like it might. I think that's just a kookaburra. Uh, yeah, that's I, yeah. Like a real bird. I think that's just a real thing. Are there gum trees in the swamp, though? There must be, because I have to eat all of the ones <laughs> that I yeah. can see. I yeah. under- as I understand it, kookaburras live in old gum trees. Yeah. You know? And then they laugh kookaburra laugh. Yeah. Very loud. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we all had relatively normal. I don't know what's relatively normal about the Florida man. <laughs> Music Swift. <laughs> but sure. Normal. <laughs> I already forgot the middle word on Sam's. I got too distracted by magpie and deep diving. Oh, blanket. Right. Okay. Like Just a cozy little... Uh, imagine you're like piloting like an Okeanos ROV and you're like, oh my god, and... A blanket octopus like how fun is that and then it opens its little octopus blanket and a magpie comes out you'd be like oh my god what is going on here like, how the that... heck did that get there <laughs> i don't know that anyone's described a blanket octopus as just a little blanket <laughs> it's just like a little guy with a blanket made out of skin <laughs> aren't they like 12 feet long <laughs> yeah like a little guy okay yeah sure the reason, of course, the reason that we're recombined with birds that have superpowers, of course, is because we're reading Maximum Ride, The Angel Experiment, with the bird kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With superpowers. With super, well, oh no, yes, we definitely know their superpowers. One of them can <laughs> read minds. <laughs> <laughs> we knew that in like chapter one. So, as always, we... We read four chapters this week, and how about you guys tell us what happened in them? All right, so chapter 89 starts us off with Max feeling compelled to listen to that voice inside her head, which is telling her to head to Madison Avenue for some reason. Fang is concerned and finally lets the rest of the flock know it. What did I write? Oh my god, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Fang finally lets the rest of the flock in on the weird voice in Max's head, and then no one seems alarmed by this. They all just hop on the bus and listen to this voice. Yeah. Which turns out to be a living nightmare for them, because they're all crammed on this bus like sardines. Max is stressed the whole ride, worried about erasers and how they would escape the crowded bus if one started to attack them. But once the bus stops and they get out and find themselves at AFO Schmidt, a diet, a giant, a giant, a diet. The flock is then in awe of all the toys and conveniently split up boys and girls to go mm-hmm. explore all the fun things. Angel finds an angel bear she wants that costs a whopping $49, to which Max tells her they don't have enough money and Angel snaps, but I want it! I think Angel's true colors might finally be showing, but mm-hmm. anyways. Max then spots a Ouija board, or should I say a Ouija doohickey, which is moving and spelling out the ominous message, save the world, Max. Okay, I want it on the record that I did know the entire time that Angel is a sinister little shit. (laughs) Yeah. Because in chapter 91, she convinces a woman to buy her the stuffed bear that she's been attached to with her brain. Mm. Max is like, what the fuck? And I am also like, what the fuck? That is creepy. 
Yeah. Anyway, Angel calls her Bear Celeste. Max fails to teach her the valuable life lesson uh, that is, do not manipulate people using your word weird. What? (laughs) What? What? Great time here. We are doing great. Do not manipulate people using your weird bird kid powers. The flock gets falafel and Max's voice tells her that all children deserve toys, which is also creepy. Halloween already passed, but I guess this is our Halloween chapter. (laughs) I guess. I guess. Spooky. Spooky. I do not like that child. Wow. No, this just confirmed to me everything that I've been saying. That child is evil. She's so creepy. Yeah. This is why children too young to understand empathy or... (laughs) Yeah. Morality. (laughs) Yeah, like... Should not have superpowers. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I had to remind myself while, like, reading this that, like, oh, she is a six-year-old, so, like, realistically, like, she should, she's acting like a kid. Like, a kid would fully do all this stuff, but it's, like, the way that they're written, they're written so much older, it's kind of hard to remember that they're really, like, she really is just a kid. Yeah. She's very young. Like, any six-year-old would probably do exactly this if they could uh, speak in people's minds. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. I probably still would if I had this power. <laughs> to be and fair. I am <laughs> I am a whole adult with a fully developed moral code and I think my moral code would probably stretch to making somebody buy me stuffed animals. <laughs> I mean, maybe this old lady is a billionaire. So Yeah, we then don't know. It's actually moral and good to make her spend. Um do you want to know how much $49 is in <laughs> Twenty twenty three dollars. Yeah, it's $74. I thought that this like if I saw a $49 bear now, that would be expensive. Yeah, Yeah. unless it's like a build a bear, then like, sure. okay, you can charge that much money. But it's like some cheap tourist thing in New York. Like, why is it $49? (laughs) I meant I meant um, the store quality. Yeah, yeah. Of it. I didn't mean anyways. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about, but I meant like it's probably cost a dollar to make and they're charging $50. Yeah. And it probably looks like it cost a dollar to make. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I had weirdly two of the Beanie Baby called Halo 2 or Halo the Second maybe, which is like one of the standard white Beanie Baby bears, but it has gold wings and a gold halo. So that is what I'm picturing. Yeah. I looked up Halo the Bear. <laughs> did you actually? Oh, did yeah. you? I, I used to have that one too. Oh my god! I was like, uh, I, we can just talk about it now. Yeah, we'll we're get already back here. To yeah. So Halo Two, yeah, is obviously the second of the Halo the Bear. Halo the Bear One had white wings. Okay. Which does this bear have? I think it does. I think white, white wings. Yeah, because I think it was like white wings, like Angel. Yeah, it has a wire halo though, so it's not. Well, that's what the original Halo, the bear, had a... Oh, no, it's fabric. Angels also has a gown, but regardless. I oh, want regardless. to pretend it's a Beanie Baby. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so the other thing I looked up is... You know how people bought a bunch of Beanie Babies and were <laughs> like, wow, these are going to be worth a lot of money one day. Uh-huh. Uh, Halo the bear is one of... Is like the most expensive Beanie Baby today. Wow. Yep, it is the one probably worth the most. <laughs> Amazing. Is the Halo 2 one worth money? Because that's the it's one I have. worth like $3. <laughs> uh-uh. 
Yep. I guess they made a lot more of Halo the Bear too. Probably, yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> Halo the Bear uh, vintage original mint condition with brown nose. <laughs> brown nose. Okay, that's important. Which I guess is the original, original one. It seems to me is about $5,000 to oh $7,500. <gasps> oh, okay. Wow. Yep. Worth a lot of money. Whoa. <laughs> I guess on Etsy, if anyone's Etsy on eBay, if anyone's buying them, I don't know why people would be buying them. So maybe if Angel still has that bear and the TY tie, what is it? TY? Yeah. Tie? Okay. If the tie tag is still in that little plastic nonsense, yeah. <laughs> she could get a lot of money for it. Wow. Wow. I mean, she someone paid a lot of money for it, so that's good. Not seventy five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, no, true, but close, but close, <laughs> but close. Since we were talking about it, I wanted to bring that up now. <laughs> well, should we just talk about the toy store? I was gonna say I looked up the toy store. Me too. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I figured you did. <laughs> did we have anything? I don't think I had anything to say before that. Really, no. The only thing that I thought of was um. When Max says they need to get on the Madison Avenue bus, because that's what the capital V voice told her. Yeah. She was like, oh, the bus stop was 14 blocks away. And I was like, oh, my God, 14 blocks. That's so far. And I looked it up and it's like about a kilometer. Yeah. (laughs) The blocks in New York aren't that big, I don't think. (laughs) For some reason, I thought like New York City blocks were pretty big, but I guess not. I think they are like in the lengthwise direction, like the north south. I think they're longer. Oh. And then the east west, right? Because like the island is like long <laughs> up <Yeah>. north ways. <laughs> yeah, it's a skinny legend. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah. So they don't walk very far before they get on the bus. Well, it's also been like forty five seconds since they were like, Wow, we shouldn't tell the kids that Max has a voice in yeah. her head. And then it's like two minutes later, Fang's like, anyway, Max is hearing a voice in her head. <laughs> So okay. silly. And they're all just like, okay. Cool. Yeah. Not just like, oh, like your conscience, which <laughs> bless her little heart. No. Yep. No. <laughs> but it does make me a little concerned for Nudge's well-being if she yeah. is hearing voices also. Yeah. I do just also want it noted that riding a bus for anybody is pretty much a living nightmare. Mm-hmm. These mm-hmm. bird kids aren't special. <laughs> no. A crowded city reason. bus, everyone hates it. <laughs> oh my god. One of the things that I don't miss about living in Toronto is getting on public transit at rush hour. Yeah. And having your entire body touching at least oh three other god. people. Yep. Yeah. The worst. I miss the public transit system. I do not miss yeah. how many people were on it. <laughs> yep. No. No. Anyway, and then they get to, then they get to the toy store. So you, what you guys can fight over who gets to talk about the toy store. I only just looked up to see if it was real, and it is not. But I believe it's based off of the actual toy store in the Rockefeller Center called F A O Schwartz. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's close. It's got to yeah, be right. It has to be. It, it has, has to, to be. be. <laughs> it's the same letters, like a. A yeah. German name, like yeah. it definitely is. Does yeah. FAO stand for something? Yeah, it stands for Frederick August Otto, oh, uh, which was course. the guy okay. who started this toy store. Last name Schwartz. Schwartz, <laughs> yeah, in 1862. 
1862. Oh my god. Yeah, they have their 160th anniversary stuff, uh, anniversary collection in their online store. <laughs> oh my god, oh. Hannah, you can yeah. buy a $1,200 snow dragon, and it's gigantic. <gasps> <A> snow dragon? <laughs> See, I was looking at the $1,000 um, Ahsoka Tano statue. <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> they also have an $800 stuffed blue whale. Whoa. Which I kind oh of want. Oh, my God. If it was a right whale, I think you would have already bought it. Probably. Even it's at a blue whale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is it life size? Because Max talks a lot about all how all the animals are life size. Yeah, no, the blue whale is only a little over a meter. Uh how big are baby blue whales? Bigger than that. Bigger than that? Tragic. Pretty big. Is this the toy company that makes all the models of animals? Isn't that also so. a SCH name? Looking at their store, I feel like yes, but I don't I don't actually know. Yeah, I, I can't really tell if they have their own items or if they're just like a retailer oh no it does look like they have their own items okay the one i'm thinking of is schleich (laughs) what's with all these names (laughs) yeah oh well this one in the book is made up but (laughs) that's true (laughs) the other two are real there's a section on this website (laughs) that is clearly a portmanteau but it's a portmanteau of two acronyms so it just says Faung. <laughs> Faung. It's like Faung. F A O O M G. F A O M G. Faung. Wait, that's Frederick. What was his middle name? Frederick August. My God. Oh my God. <laughs> Frederick August. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. I do have wow. big giraffes. How big is this giraffe? Is it 43 size? inches. It's That's... a little over a meter tall. Oh, I was about to say, I bet Max doesn't actually know what a life-size giraffe looks like, but they were just at the zoo. They were just yeah. at the zoo. Yeah. actually. Yeah. Also, the yeah. average price for like a plush on this website seems to be about $30 in wow. today's dollars. So Angel really found the most expensive thing in that store. No, she super didn't. There are multiple no, yeah, there's, stuffed oh. animals that are multiple hundreds of dollars. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm saying like the average like size that she would have grabbed, like looking, oh, there's a $75 one. I don't know why that one's $75. But like, yeah, I'm looking <laughs> at the bears now and like the average seems to be about like $30. Wow, Angel. <laughs> It seems pretty expensive. And that would have been $12 yeah. in 2004 money. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. They also do have... Uh, Nudge picks up a tiger named Samson that she's really into. Aww. And they do have tigers named Sasha, Tony, Tuhin, Billy, Sasha, and Stellan. Two different Sashas spelled differently. Wow. But there isn't a Samson the tiger. Maybe Samson was the early 2000s version. I... <laughs> Tried to look for him. (laughs) I couldn't find... There's someone on... I think it was on Etsy who does this, like, really cool handmade plush tiger called Samson. But it's, like, big and expensive and not mass-produced. Well, since the toy store was a slightly different name, it's probably the same tiger, but a slightly different name. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, Sasha. Yeah. Smason. Smason. (laughs) No, I said Mason. Oh, I thought you said Smason. 
Mason. Oh, it's like you just moved one of the letters around. <laughs> yeah, I learned from Christopher Pellini. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, great. Yeah, I really want to go to this toy store, you guys. Yeah. Oh my god. They have like VIP <laughs> experiences. Wow. <laughs> where you can pay three hundred dollars to get a personal tour of the store. <laughs> From oh someone dressed up as a toy soldier. God, oh my God. <laughs> that's something. That's wild. That's something, you can have your right. birthday party there, starting at forty five hundred dollars. Holy shit! <laughs> what the fuck? I need Why to go to this so toy expensive? store. I don't know. Do they get like a free life size giraffe with it? <laughs> I hope so. What a fun time! I love this place. I have to go. It sounds fake. I have to go only if I can find an old lady who will buy me <laughs> a toy. Oh my god, a stuffed animal. Yeah. yeah, like 50 bucks for a stuffed animal is completely ridiculous. And I, and I have definitely spent <laughs> 50 bucks on a stuffed animal. Yeah, I don't know that $50 is ridiculous to spend on a stuffed animal these days. Ooh, yeah. I would do it. <laughs> Having worked in chapters. <laughs> True, yeah. Those like baby toys. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. They're, they're so, cute, so soft and I want one so bad and they're oh like god. $80. Yeah. Every time I go to chapters, I have to convince myself not to buy like the whale or the jellyfish. The jellyfish is a good one. Wasn't there an the octopus jellyfish too? is a good one. Anyway. Oh, maybe it's an octopus. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I am <laughs> the biggest sucker for stuffed animals. It's the, a problem. The summary is that none of us are above forcing an old lady into buying us toys. No. <laughs> I would do it. <laughs> the moral of the story here is that maybe Angel isn't bad, actually. That's true. It's just creepy when she does it because she's a child and when children do morally incorrect things, it's like extra creepy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like when an adult does it, it's like, ah, you piece of shit. But when a child does it, it's like, oh, a demon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? You know. You know. I do wish they hadn't split them up by gender. <laughs> And by they, I mean James Patterson. I was a little annoyed by that at first, too. But because uh, uh, like the boys all go to the Lego and Bionicle room and the girls mm. beeline for the stuffed animals. And I was like, that's actually pretty accurate to my yeah. personal lived experience. <laughs> well, it's also accurate to the characters themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But it's also just like, well, yeah, but is that because they've been written to be caricatures? <laughs> yeah. Of children. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, Nudge deserves to get her tiger, but she doesn't get a tiger. She doesn't. How much is the tiger? I bet it's not $49. It's probably not $49. Hold on. Let, let me pull up the page. Of- yeah. But please <laughs> look up. I don't think there's a price. <laughs> Unless you're getting the price from, like, the actual toy store. Yeah, at FAO Shorts, you can yeah. get a plush tiger for about 20 bucks. You can also get one for 175 or 640 but those are probably not the ones <laughs> that wow. Nudge is looking at. Wow. <laughs> what makes this stuffed tiger worth $640? Is it a real tiger? <laughs> it's a white tiger, so it is both oh. uh, rare and unethically bred. Yeah, that was me. Is it in a lying down pose? Yeah. <laughs> that's I owned that one. Wow. I, I was literally obsessed with it. Wait, now I need to look it up. 
Hold it's on, Tuhin it the White Tiger from Steve How do you spell North America. Tuhin? T-U-H-I-N? Tuhin? Wow, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think I owned this exact one because I don't think I would have huh? owned something that's $640. <laughs> also, it doesn't look, look quite right. Um, hmm. But I had one very similar to this. Wow. That I'm I jealous. was obsessed with. That's who I was, a white tiger's kid. <laughs> I was one of the golden retriever one myself. Oh, that was me too. Yeah. <laughs> I had the golden sense. retriever. Oh, I was so jealous. Two dog people and one cat person <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah. Even then. Accurate. Wow. Yeah. Accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, not looking up toys anymore. <laughs> oh no, I'm. Conti- oh my god, there's also a thousand dollar snow leopard. <laughs> or we can I just want the pivot le- into the creepy toy. <laughs> Sam, I want oh. the gigantic snow dragon. I just saw it. Oh my god. How much <laughs> is the Ouija board? How about that? No doohickey. Oh, sorry. Why is it a doohickey? Oh, they not- don't have. That's they don't have Ouija. It. Oh no! She was calling the like actual oh, the thing. Yeah, the planchette, that thing. A That's a doohickey. Yeah, got it. They also no longer carry the slightly anti-Semitic Kabbalah Great. board game <laughs> that yeah. Max said they had. Oh. The what's the anti-Romani? <laughs> yeah, game? yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, we won't say it out loud on the podcast. How about that? <laughs> Yeah, there's a couple. A derogatory name for a Romani person. Game cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the Ouija board instead. Let's talk about the. I cannot read, say, or hear that word without thinking about that one YouTube video where the guy like reads out loud all of the Yahoo answers while they where they spell Ouija wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> one of my favorite. Sample. Give us a sample. Well, the one that is always in my head, at least once a week, um, <clears throat> is help Quidja. <laughs> help Quidja. Because it's all in caps, so you have to yell it. Oh sure, Quidja. Oh. Help Quidja. And Widjidj. Widjidj board. Yep, Widjidj. The, the Widjidj board and the Luigi board is oh, also Luigi a good one. Board. That the one's Luigi accurate. Board is good. That one's accurate because of Luigi's Haunted Mansion. Can you burn a Luigi board? Will somebody tell me about this Ouija board? <laughs> Do wedgie board really work? And if so, what happened? The only thing I know about Ouija boards that is very funny to me is that they're owned by Hasbro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the only That part. is very funny. So our Ouija board came into existence because of apparently some sisters who lived in the States called the Fox sisters who were on the rise of spiritualism. And they had this Mm. whole thing where they were talking to spirits who rapped on the walls and answered questions to them. And then three (laughs) white guys decided, Hey, I want to monetize that. And so then they created these (laughs) Ouija boards and patented it. Like there's a patent for these things and everything, which is a wild thing. (laughs) Ridiculous. There's a whole, like, super long article that goes into the whole history of it, but that's, like, kind of the most important things to know about it. But the way these things actually work, do either of you know? I think I I kind of know (laughs) the concept, but I feel like I'll mangle it trying to explain it. (laughs) Well, I forgot completely, because when I read this, I was like, okay, I know that Ouija boards don't 
actually talk to the dead. So how do these well, work? <laughs> oh, sorry. Did I just crush all your hopes and dreams? Wow. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but no, it's actually due to the, hopefully I say this right, the idiomotor effect, which is basically oh. what happens mm-hmm. when your unconscious brain takes in control and you kind of involuntarily move. And the way they describe it is kind of the more that you're trying not to move, the more your subconscious takes over. So especially in the case of the Ouija board where you're like sitting still like that. (laughs) So you've asked it a question, but your subconscious is thinking of the answers to that question. So it subconsciously like moves your hands without you realizing to that answer. And the reason that thing, I forget the name of it, is pointed is because that helps the body's response, like go to the letter that it's supposed Mm. to. And they've done tests where they've blindfolded people, like they've done it with people not blindfolded and blindfolded, and it only works (laughs) when you can see it. So the blindfolded Uh. people just got like incoherent um, messages and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But the most interesting thing about this was that there's current research going into it to help unlock su- like subconscious knowledge of people who have early onset Alzheimer's and other oh. neurodegenerative diseases because <gasps> apparently it's a way to lock into those thoughts that have been lost from those diseases but are like still there. I don't know. I didn't read too much into it. It's just kind of one of the things that researchers are currently speculating. And I think they're kind of looking into it as ways to connect with these people who have lost things consciously, but they still have them subconsciously, which is really cool. Wow. That would be really cool. Right? So Ouija boards, apparently good for science. (laughs) Yeah. Because I I think I heard... (laughs) This sounds like baloney to me. (laughs) Baloney. Did you guys ever do that thing when you were a kid where you would like press your arm as hard as you could against a doorframe and then you'd walk out and your arm would just like float up? (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I feel like that was one thing where I was like, that's like the idiomotor. Oh, I was thinking about how every time I'm in a job interview, I tell myself not to twitch. And then I spend the whole time thinking making yeah Yeah, making all sorts of like weird jerky movements because i'm trying really hard not to yeah it's cool because it mostly happens in my face (laughs) (laughs) great the like most extreme example of the effect is like you know when you jerk yourself awake oh yeah the most extreme example of it but like the little small reflexive movements that happen like when you're using a ouija board apparently they're just like smaller so it's just like reflexively your hands just like without you even realizing or just like moving towards the letters or whatever but wow yeah that's cool yeah i mean uh clearly used to fleece people of money a lot yeah (laughs) but yeah cool as a concept well it was definitely profiting off of the rise of yeah spiritualism while it was also seen as not conflicting with the church at the time so like Somehow. I I don't know. So, I I didn't read this whole article, but there was like one line that was like, "Yeah, you could happily take part in your séance on Saturday and go to church on Sunday." And I was like, "What? Cool. Yeah, I guess I thought, so." Was is this isn't one of the whole things with widget boards that you have to like close <laughs> uh-huh. them at the end otherwise a ghost or a demon will get attached to you and just like ride you around. I feel yep. like you can't go to church with a demon inside your soul. No, that's Jumanji. <laughs> 
Sorry, yeah, and the the quote wasn't for Ouija board specifically. It was just for like spiritualism oh, okay. as a thing and like why and how it became so popular and why it was so big, which then came to the rise of these Ouija boards. So it wasn't like the Ouija board itself because then they got pretty heavily ostracized. I think it was around the time of the release of The Exorcist because <laughs> people were like, that's real. Yeah. And they were yeah, like, yeah, Fuck for sure. this. So then like sales <laughs> plummeted. And then there's, there's a lot in this article. But yeah, it basically had another resurgence, I guess, because now horror isn't as scary. Like, it's still scary. But I think The Exorcist was like ahead of its time. And now people have just kind of numbed to it. So Ouija boards are going back up. I don't know. Yeah. Now it's just part mm-hmm. of like witch aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Which is like Witchy peak vibes right now. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly, the part of that story that was the most depressing was when you were like, and then three white guys. Yeah, (laughs) because I'm like, oh, man, I really thought it was like, at least originated as some kind of like Creole or like New Orleans thing. But I guess like you were saying it was based on it. But then (laughs) three guys were like, yeah. I should say, I didn't actually look this up, but it just said, like, English men were the ones who did it. <laughs> so that was me. And it was, like, no, in the... Fair. And it was, like, early... Yeah, like, 1916, it looks like. Wait, no. Oh, my God. This article's too long. I'm so sorry. <laughs> too much. <laughs> I mean, if it's owned by Hasbro. Yeah. That was probably. my thing as Still. well. Yeah. Oh, there's also a, we- a Ouija historian. His name is Robert Murch. Um, just so you know, <laughs> he's been researching it since 1992. Why? I don't know. I think because there's no clear, like, no one can kind of pinpoint where it came from and what started it. But they know, like, who was the first person to monetize it, essentially. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Was it this woman? There's a Charles Kennard of Baltimore uh-huh. in of Baltimore. 1890 uh, and four other investors that included Elijah Bond, a local attorney, and Colonel Washington Bowie, a surveyor, <laughs> to start the Kennard Novelty Company to exclusively make and market these new talking boards, which are the Ouija wow. boards. None of the men were spiritualists, really, but all the, they were all keen businessmen and identified the niche. Yeah, capitalists, which essentially... so. <laughs> The the spiritualism movement itself created these talking boards, in quotes, that, like, people were using to talk to spirits. And then right. these guys were like, oh, my God, let's make fancy ones and sell them to people. <laughs> yeah. So I could look up more of these names, but I think we have enough information to know. I think we've got it. And they were. It's yeah. fine. Except I did just find a Wikipedia page for Helen Peters Nosworthy. Known as the mother of the Ouija board. Interesting. <laughs> okay. That's just her title. No, it's, it's, oh! I, think she's, I think she's just like, like it's capitalized. Capital M mother. Oh my God. Oh, that's I think she's associated with all these people you were talking about, but yeah. Yeah. She's the one who I think like came up with it. And then, yeah, maybe came up with the name. Anyway, well, that's fun. Yeah. In this case though, Max isn't touching anything. <laughs> No, no, it's like actually being spooky. It is yeah. actually being spooky in the book. Which yeah. is honestly like now it's like, okay, so the voice can talk through anything that has letters. Has letters? 
can make like anything that can make words. I don't understand why it, it keeps doing this sense. when it can literally talk, talk to Max's in- brain. Directly. Okay, so here's my okay. Well, the ones with the TV doesn't fall into this pattern, but the okay. one here, I think this is still just a hallucination. Oh, because in the previous chapters, I was like, well, <laughs> temporal lobe, <laughs> temporal, temporal lobe. <laughs> Max just keeps having hallucinations. Yeah. And I think she's hallucinating that this board is talking to her. But she also, like, other people saw when she was messing with that guy's Mac, too. Yeah. And so then, but those we could explain with a computer chip in her brain. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't explain a computer chip in her brain moving a planchette around a Ouija board. So um. either she's haunted by a ghost... Yeah. Or she hallucinated this. <laughs> it's probably a ghost. Probably a ghost. Otherwise, why would you have to have a widget board? A widget board. Yeah. I'm going to forget how to say this properly. <laughs> <laughs> Join me. I forgot how years ago. Would you? If, <laughs> if we keep saying Wendy. it wrong as a joke, then nobody knows that we don't know how to say it properly. <laughs> it's yeah. true. I think it's actually wea because oh. it's- because it's yes in English and German, isn't it? Or something like that? Uh, no, well, according uh, to Wikipedia, that's a common misconception. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's a common misconception. Dang. It actually has to do with somebody's sister and something, a mistranslation or something, or a mispronunciation. Wow. I fell for it. It was Miss Helen, our uh, our mother. It's yeah. a word that she spelled our out mother. while she was using it. Yeah. It was like, oh my god, the spirits told me, would you... Ch- <laughs> yeah and they were like wow amazing <laughs> <laughs> sure absolutely Uja. yeah Uja. thankfully Oogie boogie. it's it's a made-up word so it doesn't matter how we that's say true it. yeah i was always concerned about saying it because i thought i like sophie i don't know where we got this from i thought it was like a creole thing yeah. and i was like man i don't want to be making fun of this word that comes from uh minority culture no, yeah. <laughs> Turns out it's white people culture. <laughs> Turns out it's just white people trying to make money, so I can make fun of it all I want. So yep. there. Ha. <laughs> Speaking of white people trying to make money, I am still on this toy website. Did you know that they sell a stuffed <laughs> um a stuffed leaf of kale? <laughs> Why? No, really? <laughs> yeah, you can Why? you can buy a, a vivacious vegetable kale leaf. <laughs> yeah, it has a little smiley face. Is it oh sad that God. I want it? <laughs> It's kind of cute. Buy it. <laughs> now we need a group trip to New York to go visit this toy shop. <gasps> to and then we the have to all go store? to La Push together. Oh, oh my God. There's no, there's no allegation. We can't do that. <laughs> yeah, we got to go to Rubain. <laughs> yeah. Where's Christopher Paolini from again? We could go there. Just no go to a bookshop that he's at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, wow, allegation. <laughs> Isn't he from California or something? Oh, there's also stuffed cauliflower. Oh, yeah. That's fun. We, c- we could go to that place in California that was like the what was it, yeah. Kings Canyon. We can go there. That's like where they buried oh, what's his yeah. face. I forgot Brum. his name already. His name is Brom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Brom. Anyway, back to the book we're currently reading. <laughs> wow. What a time yeah. we've had today. Yeah. This whole episode is toy stores and Ouija boards. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, surprisingly God. relevant to each other. <laughs> I like really appreciated how funny a couple of these chapters were. Yeah. There were a couple lines that 
actually made me laugh out loud. And I was yep, like, me Good too. Job, James yeah. Patterson slash Max. Like the, <laughs> the the first they walk into the Toy Story. Toy Story. Oh my god. The oh, Toy yeah? Store. <laughs> and uh Max says, the song It's a Small World was playing loudly, but I figured that was to keep out the riff rap. <laughs> yeah. Which I didn't like understand adults. this. Is that what it meant? I think pl- I think she <laughs> I think <laughs> oh, this, is, this really got know. Hannah. It really got me. I think it's just because it's like kind of an annoying song, so it's like nobody's gonna loiter in your store if you play this song. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> only, ch- only children would listen to "It's a Small World" uh-huh. on repeat loudly. I'm pretty sure I did. So yeah, that checks. Yeah, yeah, me too. Man, the one that made me laugh was Max being like, "Let's get out of here." A Ouija board just told me to save the world, <laughs> and the gas man is like, "Gosh, you're like famous." <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That was so good. I also really like. Uh, there were magic eight balls, and when you shook them, an answer would float to the surface of a little window. I shook one. Very likely was its prediction. Unfortunately, I had forgotten to ask it a question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... Turns out James Patterson can be pretty funny. Or whoever the heck his ghostwriter was, whose name we can never remember. Gabrielle. If only... <laughs> Gabrielle? I think that's right. If only they applied their powers for good and not evil, like yeah. uh, six-year-olds. <sighs> Classic. Whew. Yeah, what a good... Book. Uh, uh-huh. I guess we should talk about how um, Angel can use her brain to make people do things. Yeah. That's oh, new. Yeah. I think I'm just uncomfortable with it, so I just kept choosing to ignore it. But yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's exactly what the voice is doing to Max. <laughs> right? Because Max is like, the voice in my head is very compelling. I sort of get the impression that Max is like choosing to listen Whereas Angel is, like, actually compelling this woman. Yeah. But it's hard to say. We don't really have much information yet. Yeah, I mean, well, at the beginning of the first chapter of this section, it was like, something about mine made me feel completely compelled to listen to it. Mm -hmm. Like, talking about the voice in her head. So I don't know that Max is, like, actually choosing to listen to it. Yeah, but she, like, argues with it and stuff. Like, it's not like it tells her to do something she's like okay like she thinks about it you know yeah you know (laughs) yeah i don't know about that um but yeah that's fair i don't know what else to say about this it's concerning Uh, and max and fang decide not to tell her why it's bad yet yeah i don't know what time they're saving this conversation for but yeah probably have it sooner angel's gonna turn into it also like, kind of wild that getting this bear is right? a thing Angel has wanted more than anything else ever. Enough to try and put her thoughts in someone else's head. And she's, like, literally just fr- come from captivity. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I wonder if she's never had a toy before. And she's just, because she's six, been like, this is mine and I refuse to leave without it. I don't know why she didn't just steal it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Because they steal things all the time all the time yeah yeah i don't know yeah i feel like it is very six-year-old to be like yeah all of these like horrifying life conditions that i have no control over i'm just like not even gonna reflect on in any way yeah like she didn't this toy she didn't think to put like wow what a 
cute child. I should not torture it into the brains of any of the <laughs> yeah school dudes. Maybe that was too like complex of a yeah maybe a thought pattern. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I want this thing. This physical thing is very actionable. Yeah, that's fair. But I don't know. That's fair. Um, did you know that the bear's name Celeste <laughs> means heavenly? I did. Really just on the nose. <laughs> yeah. Also, Max says, uh, I, I don't know if I just didn't notice this before, but whenever Max says like, oh my God, or something in these chapters, it's like a capital G God. Yeah, it's always capital G. Okay. I was like, yeah. did I just not notice that before? And I guess no. I just didn't notice that before. Every single time it's been capital okay. G. <laughs> it's all a religious scheme. Yeah. I'm gonna say, that's my Catholic education, just making me not notice yeah sliding <laughs> right past it <laughs> yeah yeah there, there's some weird religious yeah. assumptions in this book yeah also the voice like pipes up to be like wow it's just a toy she deserves it it's like what yeah what is what that am i remembering that like the voices like try tries to get them to like really be self-centered and like trying out their powers like like i'm getting the memory that the voice is trying to make them like not care about regular humans you know like that kind of thing i didn't remember that but i do have the vague impression that the voice eggs them on to use whatever their superpowers are yeah like i feel like it does something where like oh yeah you should like fly more or, like use yeah. your strength more use like just sort yeah of don't try and blend in try and like you're better than humans you've been engineered to be better than humans so do it <laughs> yeah but i don't know if i remember that correctly it's hard to say i okay something i did think was funny uh is i i think in one of the previous episodes you said that they were going to go to an arcade yeah and obviously they go to a toy store yeah i was like you know what i bet were you thinking of the Lotus Casino from the Percy Jackson books? Honestly, I might have been thinking of the Lotus Casino from the Percy Jackson books. I might have been conflating them. I was like, I I know what this was. <laughs> that makes sense. I know why we were confused. It was the Lotus Casino. <laughs> yeah. Which is like probably this casino and arcade that Percy Jackson and his friends get stuck in in one of the Percy Jackson books. For anybody yeah. who hasn't read them, it's just like a magical casino that steals you wow spoilers <laughs> thank you you're welcome <laughs> for anyone sam for anyone maybe the listeners <laughs> the the voice says that like angel deserves a toy because she's a kid and then it says don't you think you deserve a toy too and max out loud says i'm too old for toys and sweet little gas man is like oh did you want a toy <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> gassy <laughs> She's like, we can go back. <laughs> it's like, oh, we could go get you a toy, Max. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm also too old for toys, which is what I told myself when I was buying a Magna Anjuman figurine at uh, Dollaram. <laughs> yeah. Week. Were you telling that to yourself for the last hour of recording while you were on the toy website? Well, I'm, I'm still actively shopping for stuffed animals on this toy yeah. website. Yeah. Yeah. I really want the snow dragon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's a good dragon. I want it. Do you think I should go find a lady to buy it for me? Oh my god, there's also a sassy chimpanzee. So anyway, um, how about we guess what happens next in these <laughs> chapters? Did anyone else have anything else to say? No. No. I will say 
I was trying to scroll down my notes and I accident- accidentally scrolled in the ebook and I don't think I read any words, but the subconscious part of my brain has decided that Angel explodes in Eraser's brain with her brain in one of the next oh, chapters. No. So we'll oh, see if no. that happens. <laughs> oh no. Okay, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> so that's my um, prediction. Okay, great. Well, after your prediction, I'm going to read you the first sentence of the next four chapters. Yeah. And then you can figure out which one fits with it. Okay. Okay, so chapter 93. Uh, your sentence is, I was starting to seriously freak out. Well, about the well, voice or about Angel? Probably the voice. <laughs> I was like... This is right after the chapter we just finished. It is the next sentence. So yeah. I think you can make yeah. <laughs> it's the voice. Okay. Yeah. They're going to wander around looking for the Institute. Maybe the Institute is across the street, like you said last time, Sophie, and maybe. we just haven't gotten there yeah, yet. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, good guess. Um, <laughs> Chapter 94. Uh-huh. The sentence is... Without pausing, the powerful eraser swung me up over his shoulder. Oh, oh. finally! <laughs> I've only been predicting it for the last five episodes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Haven't seen them in a while. It's been a minute. Jesus <sighs> Christ! Wow, and she got she got got. Yeah, she got got. Then I fight <laughs> some erasers finally. Wow. That's the chapter where Angel's going to explode its brain. Yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Uh-huh. For sure. Yeah, I bet. Um, okay. Chapter 95. How can the voice know where I am and what I see? I whispered to Fang. Oh. Okay, so they get away from the erasers. <laughs> yeah, because Angel exploded its brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's all coming together. <laughs> now, now her and Fang are having a heart-to-heart. Um, Mm -hmm. and, um, Max is, yeah, just trying to figure it out. Yeah. Great. Yes, for sure. (laughs) Probably. What else? Right. Okay. The last one. Chapter 96. It is unlawful to climb trees in Central Park. Boomed a tinny, but very loud voice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I bet they like went to sleep and then they've woken up to someone yelling at them. Mm, yeah, out of the trees. a Central Park rent a cop. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the old Aragon method of falling asleep into the next chapter. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. A, it's a classic. Yeah, classic. wake up and wake up into chapter ninety six. <laughs> yeah, wake up and smell the new chapter. Smell the Central Park. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Well, great guesses. I'm sure in one of those, someone's brain will get exploded. I hope so. Uh, that's <laughs> Do you? <laughs> no, listen. <laughs> Do you? Concerning. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm actually not changing my mind. Yes, oh, I do okay, hope so. Okay, good. Uh, let's talk about what else we're reading instead okay. of thinking about that. <laughs> um, I. <laughs> Hannah is now texting us links to toys. Instead of saying it out loud where we can keep track of how long she's been looking at toys. No, I was just sending Sam the link to the vivacious vegetable kale leaf plushie. Which is like half an hour after you brought it up, which means you're still on the website. (laughs) 
What is your fucking point? There's more. Now Sam is texting back. My watch is vibrating. Okay, I'm going to talk about the books I'm reading. And you guys can just do whatever. I'll tell you about the stuffed animals I'm looking at. The Watchmaker of Filigree Street. Oh, how was that? Pretty good. I read it in like a day and a half because Hmm. I, it, well, it took me a really long time to get through like the first four pages. Yeah. And I didn't want to put it down after that. (laughs) That sounds accurate to my remembered experience. Yeah. It's been a while though. And then I also read or I listened to Gathering Moss by Robin Wall Kimmerer. Yeah. Which Sam talked about previously. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a moss researcher. A moss biologist. Yeah. And the narrator is so, the voice is so relaxing that, like, yeah. it's just such a relaxing audiobook. Yeah. It was a good time. And then I read uh, another handful of KJ Charles books. <laughs> nice. But I am currently reading actively now The Bedlam Stacks, which nice. is our October book. And it is still October right now <laughs> while we're currently. recording this. Uh-huh. So I'm not behind yet. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and that's where I'm at. How about you guys? I am also reading the Bedlam Stacks. I am wow. like 30% of the way through. It's, uh, yeah, it's a little dense, so I haven't made a lot of progress. But we're getting there. I gave up reading A Broken Blade. TikTok has lied. It is a bad book. Don't believe the four <laughs> star average rating. Ooh. It's... I gave up after 50 pages. I don't normally do that. I usually like to give a book at least a halfway chance. Nope, not even. I'm done. And then other than that, I'm listening to a rom-com, which is Always On You by Chloe Lease, uh, which is great. And I started reading Carrie Soto is Back by Taylor Jenkins Reid. And by started, I read the prologue and that's it because <laughs> Bedlam Stacks was too intense for me. And so then I picked it up and then i've only read that so far i'm doing great (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) and hannah sent me another toy oh it's there's there because hannah's editing you're not gonna hear the silence that happened after sam finished talking um because it was was, literally one second it was was about to start (laughs) it was hannah's turn to start talking but she was too busy sending us a griffin plushie so she didn't start talking (laughs) I sent that while Sam was talking so that I was able to start talking right away. But you started talking and calling me out before I could mm-hmm. even open my mouth. <laughs> it was like a two minute silence. It was it was like two seconds Hannah's at the most. Also, there's a stuffed pine cone on this website and it's really cute. It's like uh-huh. lasagna gate all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's my Hannah, turn. what are you reading? I read So This Is Ever After by F.T. Lukens, which was like a YA romanticy, and I liked it a lot, and I want to read their next book, uh, which is another YA romanticy. But currently, I am almost finished listening to Clockwork Boys by T. Kingfisher and almost finished reading Yumi and the Nightmare Painter by Brandon Sanderson. I have like less than an hour left on both of them, but I just haven't quite done it yet. And they're both very good. And I would recommend either of them. Clockwork Boys is really good. It was really good. I'm very excited you're reading it. Yeah, it's on Audible and I accidentally have Audible this month. (laughs) Because I paused my prescription prescription subscription and it automatically restarted oh my god can you get a prescription to audiobooks that'd be pretty cool yeah 
I feel a little bad because I'm so excited that you're reading Clockwork Boys that I was sending you a bunch of plushies while you were talking in the hopes that it would distract you. (laughs) I can be distracted and talk at the same time. But unfortunately (laughs) for you, I have already seen all of these because I've been on this website for an hour. (laughs) For an hour. Yeah, that's fair. And I really like the Christmas Grizzle, which sort of looks like Baby Yoda hit in the face with a frying pan and then dressed up like Santa. (laughs) 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 It's really cute. Tag yourself, I'm Christmas Grizzle. (laughs) Oh, I didn't send it to you. I'm the stuffed mushroom, though, if we're tagging ourselves. (laughs) Oh, sure. I'm Winston Worm, I think. (laughs) I do like Winston Worm also. There's also a Santa Ricky Rain Frog. (laughs) (laughs) pretty good um anyway someone end the podcast (laughs) yeah this is coming out in november uh which is a perfect time to start shopping for your um christmas grizzles or whatever (laughs) yeah your christmas grink (laughs) christmas grink (laughs) christmas gronk (laughs) you can start shopping for your christmas spinch um and also (laughs) (laughs) You can read your November book club book, which is going to be Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmis. And yeah, if you liked this chapter of Midlight Crisis, uh, consider buying me some stuffed animals from the store store. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And also, if you don't want to do that, you can rate and review us on Spotify or your podcatcher of choice. You can talk to us and find fun related content on social media. We are at Midlight Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Tumblr, and Blue Sky. And all chapters of the show thus far are available on our website, midlightpod.podbean.com, and on YouTube. And for us, when someone shows us a picture of their baby, I dutifully agreed that he was in fact the cutest thing, and then kept glancing around. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Me. I do (laughs) genuinely think babies can be cute, but I'm indifferent. I'll agree with anybody who says this thing is cute. I'm like, yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Why not? You know, what's really cute. Fossili the stuffed pterodactyl. (laughs) Anyway, I'm leaving the podcast. He's so cute. Okay, bye.